Praise the Lord, saints. Father, I pray that your word will come with power under the anointing. It's only your anointing that can break and destroy the yokes of bondage. Lord, I pray that whoever here is listening today, Father, that chains will be broken in their mind. And Satan, the blood of Jesus against you, you have no hold in their lives. The blood of Jesus against you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Let's go to the verse, chapter 4, verse 1. It talks about Jesus going through the town of Samaria. Amen. Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard Jesus is baptizing and making more disciples than John. Now, though Jesus himself didn't baptize them, his disciples did. So he left Judea to go to Galilee. He had to go through Samaria on the way. Eventually he came to the Samaritan village of Sakar, near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired from the long walk, sat wearily, wearily, Beside the well about noontime. And keep in mind, uh, just a little historical, it is, so he was in there the sixth hour. The third hour would be nine o'clock, six hour, twelve o'clock. Anyhow, the time. The time that the woman came at our time, because normally they would get water between the 6 hour a.m. and 6 hour p.m., so dawn to dusk. So that was the coolest part of the day, because at that region, it was pretty hot. Amen. Soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water. And Jesus said to her, please give me a drink. He was alone at the time because his disciples had gone into the village to buy some food. Jesus was tired and he told his disciples to go forward because he he just wanted to rest. And have have a drink. The woman was surprised for Jews refused to have anything to do with the Samaritans. She said to Jesus, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan. Okay, so that wasn't known for Jews and Samaritan to come together. Amen. Why are you asking me for a drink? And Jesus replied, if you only knew the gift God has for you, and whom I am. You would have asked me, and I would have given you living water. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So who wants the water? Who wants the everlasting life? Amen. Let our hearts desire 
more of God. Because he said, God said, if you seek me, you will find me. Amen. The Bible says that I'm not a man that shall lie. And in Hebrew says I'm I'm the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. It's time for us to get on our knees and seek the face of God. Even though we got the coronavirus going on, what are you doing in the midst of it? Are you moaning and complaining like the Israelites did when they were going to the promised land? All they wanted to do was mummer. Paul talks about it. Let it go. We don't need to be mummering and doing things that wasn't lined up with the Word of God. Amen? It's time to have the mind of Christ. What is the mind of Christ? Let that mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Christ was the living example how he wants us to be. One of our biggest battlegrounds is the the mind. Amen? God talks to us through a still small voice. Amen? But the enemy talks to us too. So we have to learn to decipher what is God and what is not. How do you know it's God? You know it's God because he's the one that will lead you. It will line up to the word of God. Amen. So it's some things that we need to do as people. The first thing is we need to trust God no matter what. See, the biggest struggle I had in in, in my life was surrender. I had to learn to surrender everything to God. Amen. I had to deal with whatever the issue was I had at that time. I had to let it go. And most people can't let it go. They want to hold on to it. Unforgiveness is something that can hurt us for a long time. Because we don't want to forgive because I was raped. Amen. But God, God helped me with that. And it took time. Because when you're wounded in the depth of your soul, it's not that easy to let it go. But unforgiveness, once you have the spirit of forgiveness, because remember, we cut ourselves off when we don't let it go. Years ago, I believe that you have to learn to deal with your issues, whatever they are, and surrender to God and lay it down at the altar. Because I promise you, if you lay it at the altar, okay, if you lay it right there and let it go, and not have unbelief, but have belief, believe that God has you, let him he, the word says, be still and know that I'm God. See, you got to realize that God is in control, not the enemy and not yourselves. Learn to let it go. Number two, trust. You must trust 
God with everything you got. Remember, God's not going to fail you. Amen? He's not going to fail you. He's faithful and just to forgive you from all your unrighteousness. In First John 1, 9. Amen? You got to forgive yourself. You got to trust God. You got to believe God. Believe what the Word of God says. And once you analyze everything and put it all together in the midst of everything, you got to praise God. You got to enter His throne room like never before. And bow down and worship him and give him all the praise that that's due to him. Amen. And once you do that and you glorify God, your breakthrough will come. I promise you, your breakthrough will come. It is not no time to waste now. We must seek God with all our heart, our mind, and our soul. Amen. It's time to let God have his way. Amen. Trust God. Believe God. It's a song the Lord gave me a long time ago. Okay, I'm not a singer, so I'm not going to sing it, but I'm going to give you the words. All you have to do is trust him and obey, and God will fix it for you today. Trust him and obey, and God will fix it for you today. Amen? So, obey, trust God, surrender all, and praise and worship him, and give him the glory, and your breakthrough will come. Amen? I just want to... uh, Remind you that we're a step closer to the book. It'll be out soon, sometime probably in November. And uh, we will uh, let you know on the podcast uh, what the actual date is because I'm not sure as of yet. But it's very, very close to being done. And I know it's going to bless a lot of people. It doesn't matter what you're struggling. See, I I struggled with suicide because in 92, my family broke up. I was in the military. My family broke up. My ex-wife wanted to be free, which I, I couldn't understand at the time. And she left me. See, the vision that I have is bringing families together. See, doesn't, God doesn't want us to hold on to things. He wants us to give it to him. He wants us to trust him and obey. One of the things that God did for me was awesome. I was raped, but God saw fit to save me, to redeem me. 
And the healing, emotional healing takes time. Because I, I was uh, broken from the depths of my soul. And so my innocence was taken away and I had other struggles of rejection. But I knew there was a God that loved me and still does. So I want you to know that God loves you and that God has a way for you for your victory. Father, I thank you for your word. I pray that it was blessing to your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Until next week, signing off.